The following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders radio network. And I am here with the wonderful, inspirational Haley Richmond from Long Island, New York. And she is here with us. And I am so blessed to have her on our program. And Haley, you are the founder and executive director of Kid Caregivers and Puzzles to Remember. And we've been talking about getting just, you know, what's happening with intergenerational type programs and and what you're doing with kids. And Haley, um, I want to talk a little bit about your puzzles program, but in a second, let's intergenerational is a big word um, to a lot of somebody that's may not necessarily know what it means. How do you have a definition for what that looks like? Yes. So my definition is two generations coming together. So for Mm -hmm. example, kids who are about like under 18 coming together with someone who's 80, it's an intergenerational connection because it's two generations that may have not talked before mm-hmm. coming to gener- coming together for an intergenerational connection which is really amazing. amazing now and obviously there's a there's a big process so um we're going to talk in our last segment about how you you know you can get involved if you know of of you know if you're a listener and you have children or grandchildren or something like that this is an important step. We want you to pick up the phone or, you know, reach out to Haley because she's amazing. Um, we have communities galore that would love to have you. And I know that. So tell me Haley, um, in this next segment about how do people get involved? What happens if once they, um, reach out to you, what happens? Yes. So there's many different ways people get involved. Sometimes schools will reach out to us. High school students will reach out to us, Girl Scouts and teachers. So um, we get them in many different ways and we talk to them. And sometimes we get people from the honor society. So they get a teacher's recommendation to do this. Mm -hmm. And yeah. So then they contact you and then what happens? So then we do a training process and recruitment. So we get a recommendation for their teacher, or if it's a whole school, we get in contact with the teacher and we have to train them. So that sometimes takes a little bit. So we have to teach them how to talk to someone with Alzheimer's. You know, you have to be understanding. You have to be nice. If if they forget something, you have to understand how to really cope with that. And what we do is... I come sometimes to train them if that's okay. Or we have videos we send them. Sometimes I'll Zoom. And sometimes the ambassadors who have been trained will even explain to them what they have to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And do you, you know, this is an important thing because I know um, I work with therapy dogs. I don't know if you know that about me, but um, we have a therapy dog organization. And one of the things we do is we teach people on how to deal with people with dementia. And one of the things is, is they're having a hard time forming sentences. You don't necessarily want to finish their sentence. It's like, it's, you want to allow them to process it and I want to allow them to finish. So we do a lot of that. I'm sure you do some of that as well. Is that correct? Yes. So we, we tell them, you know, be patient with them. They might not understand stuff. They might need a little help when we're solving puzzles. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to engage them. We don't want the volunteer to just solve the puzzle themselves. We want 
them to help. You know, sometimes with my own experience, my grandmother would say, I can't solve the puzzle, I'm too weak. So I would help her and say, I would put the piece where it's supposed to be and say, can you push it in? And mm -hmm. she would feel that sense of accomplishment. So I sure. explained that to all my volunteers. You want them to feel that sense of accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. Now, when, you, when you're training them, do you help them in engaging in conversations? And how do you do that? Yes. So we do that in many different ways. The first way is we have them stand up the puzzle box so they can see the image. And we tell them to explain stuff about the details. Say to them, if they're solving a puzzle about birds, what's your favorite bird? Or do you like this bird? I like this bird. And it really engages them in. And they're like, oh, I like this bird. And it's a really mm -hmm. great conversation starter mm -hmm. and topic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And probably too, in, in engaging the conversation too, is they're, they're probably going to be confused on who they are and probably not remember them from time to time. Um, so there's a lot of different types of, of education that they're going to receive, I'm sure, is I'm, I'm assuming. Yes. So now, how, go ahead. Yeah. So we tell them um, to just take their time with the puzzle because we don't want them to rush and to make sure that the person is engaged. We don't want mm -hmm. them going ahead. And we tell them, you know, we explain what Alzheimer's is and how it can like sometimes make people frustrated. Mm -hmm. And if they feel frustrated, to just take a breather. And obviously <clears throat> their, their planned visit, you know, it, it's, it's having, I love the 35 pieces because not only is it great, but we also know that the attention span for, for someone with Alzheimer's is, you know, can't, can not be very long. So what you're talking 20 minutes sometimes. Yeah. And that's so, a good day. Yeah. What What are you finding the average length of a visit takes? So sometimes we do hours, one hour, and um, it really depends. If someone has solved a puzzle, if their um, person they're matched up with and they want to stop, we mm -hmm. let them do that. Or sometimes people will want to keep going and it's really mm -hmm. fun. So we want to do whatever works best for the senior. That's awesome. And how you said something about matched up. How do you match people? So, yeah. So our goal is to have at least one or two students for every single senior. So like prior to them coming, we explain to them their senior. We say, you know, for example, this is Catherine and she's going to be your senior today. And they introduce themselves. They say, hi, you know, my name is Haley. And they just talk with the person. Do you mm -hmm. want to solve a puzzle? And then the person's like, yes, because, you know, mm -hmm. everyone loves to solve puzzles of kids. So they get to introduce and meet and then they get to solve puzzles. That's amazing. And how and I'm assuming you still make visits, don't you? I do. I go to my local facilities and I go to a facility that has people with cerebral palsy oh. and Alzheimer's disease. You're amazing. You're amazing. And and do, how often do you go? Um, I go once a month or once a week, depending on how much I can go. Yeah, of course, with COVID, everything changed, right? So, you know, we're all kind of starting to get back to the real world again. And it's been, you know, there's a new process again. What are you finding since COVID? That's an interesting question. Have seniors, are they more? Um, what's what's changed in the last two years? Yeah. So over COVID, people were very isolated. I know my grandmother was herself because she was scared. You know, she couldn't see her family and it was very upsetting. And we couldn't get 
children in facilities. So what we would try to do is virtual puzzle time where they would just talk to their senior mm -hmm. and we would have the volunteers send cards to their seniors. They were matched up before and we would still send puzzles to the facilities. Like our students would go there to drop off puzzles. But yeah. now we're able to luckily do puzzle time outside in facilities and mm -hmm. they're starting to let people come back in. So we're getting things back to normal now. Yes, we are. And I, I'm very glad to see that. I know that, um, you know, here in Seattle, we got some, we got creative, like so many times we had um, facilities like created booths with the plexiglass in between. Um, and then they could use their cell phones, kind of like a jail visit, but they were an outside booth. And then the family could reserve the spot. So those were kind of fun. Um, but we saw a lot of that kind of thing during, you know, we did the best. We all did the best we could in our industry to connect seniors with people. But again, there's still so many that have fallen through the cracks. Now, what are you doing? Are you doing anything with talking about marginalized? What about seniors that are isolated and still at home? Is there a program um, available for that yet? Yes, so we do Zooms and we send puzzles to them and our students write letters to them, you know, nice. talking to them and they can be pen pals. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. obviously the senior can't write back, but just getting that letter mm -hmm. about someone thinking about you really like, you know, warms your heart and it makes them happy. Yeah. And do you find too, Haley, that you're, um, that you're, uh, you know, as you're doing things, you're, you're getting more um, response from different types of communities? What is there any sort of trending things that are happening at this point? Yes. So we're trying to get into Black and Latinx communities who don't have a lot of resources. Mm -hmm. And we really want more students to get involved there. And we're reaching out to facilities. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on that 500%. And I have some people here in the Pacific Northwest that I definitely want to hook you up with. Okay. It's, it's important. We have some incredible um, communities that are serving, um, you know, more in depressed areas in our, in our city um, and different things like that in Seattle. And certainly um, I know of other places around the U S so I would love an opportunity to bring you in and, and have you introduce you to so many more, but also to so many kids out there. So, Obviously, how do people, you're basically now, you mentioned the Girl Scouts earlier. How do you work with the Girl Scouts? Yes. So troops reach out to us or Girl Scouts individually reach out to us. Mm -hmm. I'm also a Girl Scout. So I would have my troop go mm -hmm. and I would contact other Girl Scouts and they can go with their tribe and, and they can go there and yeah. they can really solve puzzles. That is so cool. So we're going to talk then to wrap up our hour on a big major call to action. And that is we want volunteers. We want people to go to Haley's website and we want people to start um, inquiring. Let's get more people out there to serve our seniors. So Haley, how do we do that? So you can do that by reaching out to us or emailing us or finding a local facility and telling us about it. You can bring puzzles. You can set up your own puzzle drive mm -hmm. to collect puzzles. There's so many different ways. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I've got a few ideas that I want to run by you. And 
One is uh, we would love to sponsor a puzzle drive here in the Pacific Northwest. Um, and maybe what we could do is partner with the local church communities here, as well as some of the major senior living communities, if they would be collection points for you. And then we can find a way to get them distributed um, in, you know, throughout the greater Northwest region. And I would love to help you do that. If that would be something you'd be interested in, would you be interested would, in that? I would love that. Thank you so much. All right, girlfriend. And so anyway, Haley and I are going to be right back and we're going to talk about inspiring the Pacific Northwest and beyond. How do you get involved right after this? Answers for Elders radio show with Suzanne Newman hopes you found this podcast useful in your journey of navigating senior care. Check out more podcasts like this to help you find qualified senior care experts in areas of financial, legal, health and wellness and living options. Learn about our radio show, receive promotional discounts and meet our experts by clicking on the banner to join the Senior Advocate Network at AnswersForElders.com. Now there is one place to find the Answers for Elders. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Way Showers who will help your journey go a lot easier.